Uh, for those not familiar, the, the key issue about this gospel was uh, Jesus did work on the Sabbath. He healed a man. And as far as, far as the Pharisees were concerned, that's against the law. That's the core problem. The, the key setup is this. Uh, why was that guy there? Yeah? What, what was a guy with dropsy doing just kind of standing in the house of a Pharisee uh, at dinner time? The law actually forbid them to be too close to a sick person because if you were sick, they believed you were cursed by God. Well, they had him there because they wanted to see what Jesus would do. Um, there are just layers and layers of dark irony in today's story. They were so interested in obeying the law that they were totally at peace using another person. They were totally at peace using this guy so that they'd have a charge against Jesus. It's pretty wild, isn't it? One of the things that priests sometimes talk about if they're on social media is what we call the Sunday stretch. And it's when you, you go check and you look and uh, Twitter is filled with Catholics complaining, well, my priest didn't do this part of Mass right. My priest didn't do this part of Mass right. Why doesn't everyone do Mass at the, this place? Or it's, it's so wild because it's a reenactment of today's gospel. We're about to receive Jesus in the form of bread. And it's always going to be our tragic and wonderful lot that it's going to be people like me giving it to you. If God, if, you know, the only perfect person we got, we killed. Um, what God's got is us. And all he needs is for us to rejoice that he's among us. Not worry if we got everything right, because we can't. In the end, what St. Martin tells us, I believe with his beautiful life, a life where he suffered because he was the wrong color, a life where he suffered because he chose to throw in his lot with these slaves who had just arrived at the dock who everybody else thought was cursed, but in whom he saw the presence of the living God. He poured out his life serving them. And not only that, but one of my favorite stories about him is when his superior ordered him to go from point A to point B, and when he was on his way there, he saw a man by the side of the road who was dying, and so he spent almost a week with him trying to get him back to health. Uh, and when the man was finally on his own two feet, then Martin got to where he was supposed to be and a superior chastised him. I told you to be here a week ago. And he said, who am I to disobey the law of God so that I can obey you? And as a result, and of course only the church can punish you with this way, they put him in charge. You know, uh, we like this guy. Yeah, we like this guy. In the end... What you and I all need to grow in is our awareness of the presence of the living God and our rejoicing in it. Whether it's in the form of the lowly and the meek or whether it's in the form of a broken man like me offering you the greatest gift ever, not because I somehow deserve it, but because that's what God decided. And that's not just true of priests. 
That's true of each of us here. We offer Jesus to the world as our imperfect selves. So we ask Jesus' grace today. Help us see you, Lord, in those unexpected places of the poor, the broken, the meek, the sinner, striving to be holy. And in all of that, may we simply rejoice that you are near. Amen? Amen. Okay.